Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's action-packed episode of the Altcoin Bible. What a better day to do it. Uh, hot in the heels of 24, 48 hours after breaking $30,000 US Bitcoin. It's always a nice moment when the market is moving higher and those people that had higher conviction at lower prices are really starting to reap those rewards. We're now hoping to see uh, the altcoin market begin to catch up as those liquidity flows move through Bitcoin, then into Ethereum. And this is historically speaking, Bitcoin, Ethereum, large caps, medium caps, small caps. So we're hoping to get that reinflation. But again, this isn't quite a bull market. We're not seeing those liquidity flows, which we normally see in bull markets. So uh, we think a lot of this is going to be a bit short, sharp and Bitcoin really leading the charge. Let's crack straight in. We have got a really, really big week of um, news and data coming out of the United States um, to do with the economy. We've got the inflation rate coming out, um, core and CPI. Look, expect there to be short-term volatility uh, with this. But uh, with these episodes and with just broad market analysis, we just have to look at the future. Where is this going? It's heading towards a pause uh, in rate rises. It's heading towards, you know, eventual pivot. So we're just looking at, you know, markets just broadly. What's it telling us? Bitcoin smashed through 30K. So the market is trying to front run potential pause. Gold's starting to roar as well. So keep that in mind that short-term noise is just short-term noise. If you're a longer-term investor and you're positioning for that longer-term thesis, you know, Bitcoin halving next year in 2024, where the Bitcoin issuance actually gets more scarce than gold in terms of the inflation rate. I mean, it's just starting to tick ahead. And back to 30,000 in this economic environment, you know, there's not a lot of uh, a lot, not a lot of negative news that could hit now that would really break this market, excluding you know big ones like you know potential Binance, Tether, and a few others. They are real black swans, so you do have to put them in the, the lower probability category. But right now, it seems that Bitcoin has weathered this storm really, really well, and we are heading to uh, more promising liquidity conditions. Okay, just talking broadly about that, let's get into the cherry ripe wonder watch and the danger zone. So I just cannot go past Litecoin. There are so many cryptos that look uh, really, really good right now in terms of they've had a move and they're coming back to retest key, uh, you know, resistance, flip support, um, all that. So I still want to harp on Litecoin. It just feels to me one of the lowest risk options for, for big upside in the short term. So I'm going to keep highlighting it. Uh, it is my cherry ripe. It's got the halving event in August. So where are we? let me just move. Uh, zoom down. There we go. Uh, so August, where are we? April, May, June, July, August. So it's not even on uh, my chart here. So that's this is the four-hour chart, but it's way over here. Now, previous um, cycles, we've seen that Litecoin really, uh, in a sense, you know, have a really strong year before the Bitcoin halving. So a year before this Litecoin halving, that tends to have a really big run, and we tend to see a move into that. It is a little bit, uh, you do have to be a bit careful with preconceptions that, you know, something's happened before, will happen again, but this is smarter psychology. It tends to rhyme and repeat in some sense. So, uh, look, the relative strength of Litecoin since the lows has been pretty phenomenal. You know, higher highs, higher lows, all up the charts. It's now on top of these beautiful moving averages where it can just kind of bounce higher uh, and move above that 100, uh, in my view, uh, fairly soon. I had this pattern drawn fairly recently that, uh, I've just been seeing Litecoin, you know, grind into, and I, I'm sort of forecasting a little bit where I think Litecoin's price could move into. It seems to have been following it quite beautifully. It actually recently had the breakout. So as Bitcoin had uh, the 30k break, Litecoin moved up the, the the ceiling of this pattern. And I'll just zoom in and stop moving around. There you go. So bang, bang, bang. But it actually blasted through. Now the issue that Litecoin has here, and this is the only caution I would whisper here, is that it's had the breakout. 
It's caught a lot of people aping in long. So derivatives traders have come in and go, okay, Litecoin's going up 100 plus. So they've just came in and wanted to ride this train all the way to the promised land. But instead, the market's turned, people going short, trying to make some money, done really, really well, and captured some of that uh, leverage longers that have just come in and tried to make a bit of money. It's now back inside the, the pattern. But this, to me, uh, looks pretty good in terms of it's just come back to this higher level of uh, liquidity at the top here. And I'll just show you there inside that triangle. You see those come back down to this support level on the right-hand side with this volume support. So this, to me, almost looks like a, a pullback um, to the resistance now flip support. Want to get back above this triangle to see it really start to move higher. Uh, but broadly, what we could see also is uh, for this pattern to actually fulfill itself. So this kind of motion up here, then a pullback to here, you know, maybe a fake outbreak and then a move higher from there. I don't know, but right now this looks very plausible to me that Litecoin wants to move higher um, because it's got this runway now of a few months into its halving event, and I think it, it just wants to go. So um, I'm really um, bullish in my view on Litecoin here. It's about, like I said, it's above those key moving averages. It's trying to break out of patterns. It's on top of support. Um, it's going to get, it has to get through a bit of chop over here um, in around the $100 level. But once it does break that 100, it should skip ahead really quickly. And for mine, um, I think 115 is a really nice level up here, which I've got in the green uh, in terms of taking some profits off. That lines up with some Fibonacci's as well as you go back and, and 115 has been an area where um, sellers have been respected. So they come in and try and take a bit of profit off the table. Uh, likewise, with pullbacks, I think this area here is is quite substantial. Um, you don't want to lose this volume support on the right-hand side. Uh, you could also draw a Fibonacci retracement if you're keen and if you think that this CPI data coming out is going to be bad for markets, if it comes in a little bit higher than expected, then we could have a pullback, uh, which you can draw the Fibonacci retracement tool over that and start to see some of those levels um, just, just fly over there. So you've got the, I'll get rid of that box there so you can see things a bit better. 0.386 is at around about 94. Uh, this is the huge level though, 93, 92 area, which has just held up this market quite well. But just the ultimate fallback is around that 90. 90 just has not been breached with any conviction uh, of late since, um, oh, let's say, back in the end of March. So it's looking it's looking really, really strong at that low $90 level. Um, so yeah, looking, looking really good Litecoin in my view. Uh, that's as long as the market holds up. So yeah, let's move on over to my one to watch and it has to be Ethereum. You guys know watching these episodes, I'm really big on looking at uh, those lower risk options in this environment. I'm not going to get on here and plug some you know crazy meme token that's going to go crazy unless the chart really warrants it. But predominantly, if, I, if I'm choosing from through cryptos, I'm going to choose the lower risk options that give you, I guess, the best bang for your buck within the, your risk profile currently because we're not in a bull market. You can't just ride these things to the moon and just expect it to keep going. You have to be very selective with your token choice uh, and be very aware of your risk tolerance. Now, Ethereum, this is my one to watch, could very well be my cherry ripe. I'm very, very bullish on Ethereum here. Uh, again, that's just my view. We're moving into the Shanghai upgrade, which has been dividing opinion in terms of is it going to be bullish, bearish, and we're going to see a buy the rumor, sell the news. The Shanghai upgrade allows for a lot of these tokens to be locked away in you know, centralized validators like Lido and things like that, for some of that to be unlocked, taken away, sold, restaked. So there is that theory that you know people are going to unstake their, their Ethereum, their, their rewards and what they've earned and sell them immediately. Whereas the counter argument is that not everyone's going to unstake. Uh, a lot of people are actually going to restake what they've earned in terms of yield to compound their gains. So we just don't know, but we're just going to look at the charts and see what's what. Right now, Ethereum's tried to break out here to you know 19500 That $2,000 level is like a magnet. I think it gets tagged at some point soon. But we see these two peaks here 
I'd be a bit concerned if I saw these two peaks here. This is on the four-hour. And I saw that the second peak was maybe a smidge higher and the bullish momentum was a little bit lower, creating a divergence where um, the bulls are actually starting to, to fall away. I'm not really seeing that to a great degree. There could be a minor divergence there, but just not seeing it. Uh, I, I suspect that this is a pullback uh, here on top of moving averages just to freak everyone just a little bit uh, before we move higher. So uh, broadly, Ethereum is showing just relative strength. It's not really selling off too hard. It's having little pullbacks, but it's being bought up. So I, it just looks like 2000 is the go for me. But barring that, I think any instability with CPI and whatnot and any fullbacks, you're looking down here at about 1820. So uh, the previous breakout area, look, anything above 1750 is really interesting to me. And 1750 was my breakout area. But it's going to be hard pressed to really get underneath this 1820 level, in my view, based on um, the volume support here. And just the amount of chop that was going on underneath it, if it actually cracks this level, I'd be very concerned. And I think Ethereum's going, you know, back to the 1700s. But right now, this looks like a pretty textbook pullback before, uh, you know, move high. It goes up in stairs and comes in the elevator down. So just keep that in mind. Uh, covered that. Shanghai upgrade, local higher high. Um, yeah, let me just double check that. So I think what I meant by that is you just see the, the highs here. High, 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 higher high. And right here, we're having a little pullback where I think we're going to make another higher high. So um, really watch the daily chart, the daily closes, and where we go from there. But Ethereum looks like it wants to go. All right, danger zone this week is optimism. There's been a lot of um, you know, positive vibes around optimism and how it looked in, in a pattern. I know I was watching it as well. Um, and this, this is a pretty crude pattern, but you can see what I'm getting at here. It's, it's kind of like a triangle. It's compression to the edge, and it had the breakout here. And you could even do this, to be honest just so you can really see it. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so it had the, I guess, the breakout here, um, which was really, really nice. You know, almost 70% of the triangle had the breakout here, looked really lovely. RSI moving up, um, stock RSI moving up, momentum moving up. Got above the 200 on the 200 moving average on the four hour. So that's great as well. But since this pulse up to $2.40, it's just fallen all the way back down to the top of the triangle. Now, you could argue that, and this is absolutely a possibility, that this is just a nice retest of the triangle that hasn't happened anywhere through here. And I think I can get on board with that. I really can because optimism has been a little bit bullish for a while. Um, and this, again, could just be a textbook retest if it's coming back down to the to a Fibonacci level as well. Yeah, see, that, that doesn't look half bad at all, 0.618. Uh, and it's falling here. Wide is my danger zone is this has had a pretty steep fall from where it was going, whereas most of the other altcoins are holding up a little bit better. There's not too many altcoins that look terrible right now. So this, I just want to put everyone's radar that, um, you know, chasing these breakouts can be quite brutal. If you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what you're looking for, and you're not using stop losses as well, because this just wiped out essentially the entire move really, really quick. Again, low liquidity environment. These, if a seller comes in, this can just wipe everything out. Why I'm a little bit concerned here is it's teetering on the top of that trend line, top of the pattern. This breaks through. This is just coming down. Um, and it's going to wreck a lot of people who are caught long, still up here, and maybe don't have stop losses. And that's when things will just you know, move down. So like we've got up here, falling momentum, which we're seeing here on the, uh, um, the momentum chart here as well. This is a crucial retest. Um, you know, you really want it. If it breaks by the pattern, you really want it to hold this, uh, what's that, the 50 uh, 50 moving average on the four hour inside the pattern for a bounce higher. It's just a little bit concerning to look at when you see that move down. I've seen so many patterns over the last you know weeks and months. Uh, Alluvium is another good example where it had that nice breakout, but then it just 
fell off a cliff. People, the sellers just came in and just wrote all of down. The bulls weren't willing to buy above these levels and it just cascaded down. So just be careful. It's what I'm seeing here. It is my danger zone. Uh, but uh, yeah, overall, I think optimism is going higher uh, in the mid to longer term. But just in the shorter term move, people are chasing pumps and people are chasing those profits. So they sell off quick and they buy quick. So uh, that's what I wanted to just put out there, guys. Hopefully, have another really big week um, in terms of Bitcoin moving higher, potentially to 32, 33,000. And that's when we really should see altcoins run high. If this is you know, a stock standard sort of liquidity cycle where it goes into Bitcoin, goes into Ethereum, and then lower. If not, then this is a primarily a Bitcoin Ethereum driven market. I'm going to throw through Ethereum in there, but it is primarily a Bitcoin driven market, uh, in my view, based on what's going in the global economic sphere. In terms of that flight to safety, you know, banking crisis, gold starting to move higher, more debasements coming, recessions coming. You know, it's all lining up perfectly for that gold 2.0 narrative. So Bitcoin should have the run here anyway. It's what it's done every single um, cycle the year before the Bitcoin halving. So just keep that in mind. Guys, hope you have a wonderful day. We'll catch you again for our next episode. Bye.